On today's episode, we are going to take a look at two new growth stocks. I'm pretty sure most of you have not heard about these two, but let me say both of them are actually looking really good right now. And let me show you why in this episode. The first company we're going to take a look at is one in the streaming service. The second one is going to be one that is trying to change the real estate market. And no, don't worry. The two stocks I'm not going to talk about today are Netflix or Redfin. I'm pretty sure most of you guys have heard about them. Like always, for each stock, we're going to take a look at the charts. We're going to take a look at fundamentals. We're going to take a look at ownership. In one of these companies, one insider owns over 50% of the business right now. Yes, over 50%. So that's enough talking. Let's get this episode started. All right, before we go any further, guys, make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. It helps so much with the YouTube algorithm. So the first company we're going to take a look at is ticker C-U-R-I. This is Curiosity Stream Inc. So Curiosity Stream Inc., like I mentioned, it's ticker C-U-R-I, Curie. Right now, it has a market cap of $677 million. This is the one in the streaming platform. After hours, it is up about 10%. So the market cap right now is about $750 million. And I'm not going to lie, after looking at the numbers, and we're going to look at them, I still believe it's a great time um, to buy. I usually put money into the market every Friday uh, or Thursday. And I do believe this is going to be one of them that makes it in there. But if you want to know what stocks actually make it, make sure to join my Discord channel. It's free to anybody that wants to join. So now let's take a look at Curiosity Stream, right? So I was actually, because I have Optimum as an internet provider, I was able to get their service for free. Um, they kind of have a package right now for those that have Optimum online. Go to their website, curiositystream.com. So this is pretty much a Netflix for people that want shows that have some form of, of factual, some form of, if they're trying to learn something, right? It's more like a, a Netflix for those that want to learn. Um, we can take a look at some of the shows they have here. If you go to browse, you can learn about science, history, technology, nature, society, lifestyle. You, there's also some kids shows for um, for those for kids that want to learn about that too. So it's a Netflix for when you don't want to waste time and you actually want to learn something cool. In all honesty, I, I would probably love this setup if it had like a business section. They have some great, they have some shows, uh, mainly animal shows, space shows, and stuff like that. But you can look at their UI right now while I'm on signed in. Um, you can see it literally looks like Netflix, except the shows are different. Uh, so let's take a quick look at their charts for you guys. So Curie right now, like I mentioned, is ticker C-U-R-I. Right now, the first thing I'm seeing is the stock price is definitely a bit overextended from its moving averages. And right now, with the stock price up about 10% right now after hours, it's definitely going to be a little more overextended. What does this mean? Uh, It doesn't mean much to many, right? Especially as a long-term investor. I'm a long-term investor. When looking at charts like this, um, it, it tells me, hey, Jose, there is the risk that there might be a pullback sometime soon. The pullback is not guaranteed. And if it does pull back, one doesn't know how much the pullback is. But there is always that risk. So I do believe this one might see some volatile days because it's overextended. We might see some dec- um, some pull- strong pullbacks or we might continue to see some strong days like today after hours. But so first thing is overextended. That's uh, not a red flag, but something I wanted to mention. The second thing is we can see there's definitely a nice amount of volume building up around this high high 16s, low 17s. Like I mentioned, even though right now we're probably closer to the $18 range, 
doesn't look too too bad the company's still micro cap 750 million dollar valuation so now i also wanted to take a look at how was curiosity stream um doing in google trends are, are, are we seeing an increase there so right now it, we can see the end of december curiosity stream has actually been a, a more more searched on google i wonder if this is people like me just trying to find out more about the company and we can see there is an improvement there if that is hopefully that's true because that means more views on this youtube channel um uh, uh, but but we can see right overall it's a trend increase right here especially right now at the end of december um, so now let's take a look at some recent news about curiosity system um so the curiosity stream the first thing is they have partnered up um, with the distribution partner in india tata sky to bring world-class factual entertainment to viewers across india um, so now with tata sky subscribers they will be able to use um, be able to use curiosity stream learn more about them and watch more of them shows at the end of the day, it's going to increase word of mouth. And India is obviously one of the biggest country population-wise. So I do think it was a great move for them to do that. And now let's go a little bit deeper into it. Now let's start looking at fundamentals of the company. Uh, so now let's take a look at fundamentals. So for their third quarter of 2020, revenue was about $8.7 million. This was up 83% compared to the same time last year. They also had gross margins increased to 61% year over year from 59% in quarter three of 2019. So we can see strong revenue growth right now. And they're also seeing strong gross margins. Of course, right, gross margins for a company like this should be very high um, because it seems like right now they are doing a lot of what netflix did at the beginning a lot of licensing of other programs to bring them into their platform but as things progress they're going to start building more original content for themselves which can go again continue that netflix path um so right now total paying subscribers are about 13 million at the end of their third quarter and this is up 108 percent compared to the same time last year and they had about 23 million dollars of cash by the end of september 30th of 2020 here in business highlights they do mention a few things the first thing they're, they're saying that they're strengthening their team by kind of hiring veterans in the system one of them for example was matthew blank he is now a board of director for curiosity stream and he used to be the former chairman and ceo of showtime right so they're, they're getting people with with experience they kind of did give an outlook for the fourth quarter they expect revenue to be about 11.3 million that's a growth of 69 percent compared to same time last year they also gave a guidance for 2020 so for the full year of 2020 they expect revenue of about 40 million dollars that's about 120 percent year over year growth compared to same time and for 2021 they're expecting about 71 million dollars of revenue which gives this about an 80 percent year over year growth now at a 71 million dollar um revenue I, I was trying to do the math right so right now the company has a market cap of 750 million so with the 71 million value uh, revenue expectation for 2021 it kind of gives it about a 10.5 price to sales ratio 10.5 let's take a quick look at netflix uh, i was going to do this later on but netflix for the full year of 2021 they have a sales price ratio of 7.5 so you might be like jose i mean it's more expensive than netflix right now why so what's the point of it why shouldn't i just buy netflix 
I mean, that's definitely a great point. For me, I, I, I would expect Curiosity Stream to be a little more expensive than Netflix, right? So from 7.5 to 10.5, um, Curiosity Stream is growing at crazy levels. Even though Netflix is still growing in about 20%, 80% year-over-year growth, 120% year-over-year growth, obviously you're paying for a premium for that. So analysts right now are expecting the company to grow 40% on average for the next three to five years. This is a hyper growth stock. Well, unfortunately, if we take a look at cash flow from operations, they're not positive there right now. They are also not positive in earnings. Again, this is very similar. It's, it's great to compare with other companies in similar market. Netflix for at the beginning of this phase, they were not positive in cash flow from operations. The reason being is they spent a lot of money on licensing those other content shows and earnings for some time weren't positive either. But we can see analysts do expect this company to be profitable by the end of 2022. So less than three years from now. That's great. The only thing is I'm going to want to make sure that they have a very strong balance sheet to be able to survive the time. So right now, if we take a look at their balance sheet, Curiosity Stream has about $15 million in cash and they have less than $1 million in debt. So they have plenty of cash at hand right now and to be able to survive, in my opinion. I also want to show you guys, look at this top shareholder. Their top shareholder right now is John Hendricks. He owns 55.76% of the business. Individual insiders own 65.7% of the business. And we can see right now, John Hendricks is the chairman of the board, and he is also the founder and independent chairman of the board. So we can see if an individual insider still owns this amount of money from the company, that to me is super, super bullish. And like I mentioned, individual insiders own about 65.7. General public owns 23.7. Institutions own 10.7. So what else can we take a look at? So we took a look at their balance sheet. We took a look at their future growth. We took a look at, at their uh, at their ownership. I want to also take a quick look at their re- at their income statement a little closer, right? I, I, I might bore you guys with this type of analysis, but I really like to get in, in, in deep to, to see wh- what's happening with the company. So for the nine months of 2020, the company had about $28 million of revenue. They actually spent about $28 million in advertising and marketing. So we can see why this company right now is not pro- it's not profitable. They're spending a lot of their money on advertising and marketing. And a lot of people might say, Jose, that sucks. A, a product can sell itself. And that's kind of true to some extent, but you still need some help from advertising and marketing. But what I want to show you guys is, look, impressive. About a year ago, for the nine months of 2019, they spent about the same amount of money in advertising and marketing. But the amount of revenue they made nine months in a year ago was nowhere near the amount of revenue they made now. So in 2019, the first nine months, they made about $11 million. So they were spending a lot more money on advertising that they were even collecting in revenue. But because of that power, now revenue is actually almost a one-to-one ratio of advertising marketing, where a year ago, it was more like 2.5 to 1 ratio, where they had 2.5 more cost on advertising than they had revenue. So that's impressive, right? This is growth stocks. This is the power of growth stock as they continue to grow that now they they need to continue to grow that revenue eventually cash flow from operations is going to catch up to them eventually earnings are going to catch up to them eventually right so that's the overall cope of these growth stocks 
So like I mentioned, the company to me does not look bad at all. So let me know, right guys, what are your thoughts right now on Curiosity Stream? I definitely would like to hear from you guys. Um, this is probably, this is definitely gonna make my, my list at least for tomorrow for me to decide if, if I'm gonna buy or not. The second stock we're going to take a look at is one in the real estate market, like I mentioned. And if you guys enjoyed that past analyst of, of a quick overview of the company, when I took a look at their balance sheets, took a look at their income statement, took a look at cash flow statements, make sure to check out my Patreon. I, every week I drop weekly educational videos for those that want to learn how to become a better investor. So definitely check that out. I am going to be closing it in the next two days for the full month of January, and it won't be open again till February. While you're here, also make sure to find that link to Weeple. If you deposit $100 using my link, we both get a free stock. And what's better than a free stock? Let me tell you, nothing. Nothing's better than a free stock right now. So go click that link, go deposit $100, and we both get a free stock. All right, so the company we're going to take a look at is Open Door Technologies. This is ticker OPEN, traded under the NASDAQ. I do believe this was also another SPAC deal. SPAC companies are just are, are just booming right now, right? Uh, I could be uh, wrong in there, but in all honesty, it doesn't matter if it was a SPAC or not now that the, now the acquisition is done. Um, so the company right now is sitting at $26.53. It's actually up after hours about 1.7%. Market cap is sitting at about a $14.5 billion. Uh, for those that don't know, Open Door is an online real estate company based in San Francisco. Like I said, very similar to Redfin, very similar to Zillow. So if we take a quick look at their website, like I'm, like anything, right? The best place to find out about a company is their website. Here we can see you can sell your home from the comfort of your couch. Uh, right now, you can sell two ways. You can sell either directly to Open Door. Open Door can give you a cash offer, and you can be done with your sale in a matter of probably even a few hours to a day, and then you can move on to with the rest of your life. The second thing is you can list with Open Doors. They maximize your sale price. They save on fees. They are give you expertise every step of the way. Very similar to what Redfin. Very similar to what Solo does. Um, so again, I, I want to say right. Right now, these two companies are, are pretty cool. Um, both markets, I believe, are markets that are going to continue to grow for 2021 and for the future, right? The real estate obviously needs a big change, and we're seeing it with Zillow. We're seeing it with Redfin. But there's still room, right, for plenty of companies out there. Um, but to me, the streaming market, Curiosity Stream, is one I'm really, really liking because I, I do believe there's a huge market for more like educational type streaming content. Uh, and I do believe that that curiosity stream can go a lot further so i do believe both these companies are class act right now uh i want to say this is probably one of my favorite episodes in a long time two companies that hmm, are looking really good let's take a look at charts for open tech open door technology right now like i mentioned ticker open first thing i'm seeing right there's a nice amount of volume with the stock price where it's sitting at right now the second thing i'm seeing it is not overextended right we can see right here it was overextended from its moving averages it did a nice pullback and now sitting again by its i believe that's my 10 ema i could be a hundred i could be wrong right now um but right now right good move not overextended and good volume around the price point now let's take a quick look at fundamentals. So the company, like I mentioned, $14.6 billion valuation. It is expected to grow 38.7% for the next three to five years. This is a hyper growth stock. Uh, we saw Curiosity Stream was another hyper growth stock. It is expected to take a big dip in revenue this year and next year, all because of COVID situation, right? It, it has kind of slowed down 
a bit in house sales, especially the first two quarters of this year, even though things are picking up right now, it's not at the same levels. The second thing we're seeing is they're barely profitable. They're almost there. They can almost reach it, um, but they are positive in cash flow from operations. So that is a great thing. Now, if we take a look at their balance sheet, they have about $550 million in cash. They have about $207 million in debt. I'm like, they... They have a strong balance sheet. Again, I want to say Curiosity Stream had a stronger balance sheet in, re- in regards to ratio. But remember, Open has positive cash flow from operations right now. It allows me to kind of overlook this this uh, this kind of I wouldn't say bad balance sheet. This not strong balance sheet like Curiosity Stream. Uh, next, if we take a look at ownership right now, the general public owns fifty six percent. Individual insiders own eight point five. Most on uh, 27% are owned by venture capital and private equity firms. Uh, so again, this isn't, uh, I guess I'm just so in love right now with Curiosity Stream of 57, 67% ownership uh, by insiders that this doesn't look that great to me. Doesn't look weak, right? But I, I think I'm just infatuated with Curiosity Stream right now. But we can see we definitely have uh, the co-founder owns about six percent of the business right now. Obviously, this is a bigger company too, right? It's it, right now um, it's 14.5 billion, where Curiosity Stream was about half a billion. So there is the difference in price there. When if that company ever reaches a 14.4 billion billion valuation, I don't expect individual insiders to be that 67 percent. So now let's take a look at, at some of their presentations to, to see some cool things about Open Door. So one thing that really struck out to me was the leadership that they have. Uh, we can see their co-founders, their president, all of them have some really strong or uh, experience in, in growing companies. For example, the chief product officer, he used to be the vice president of product for Netflix. The co-founder and the CTO uh, is all, was also the head of data science, and that's the chief technology officer. Um, yep, chief, technolo- C- chief technology officer. He was the head of data science at Square. And here we can they talk about their, their head of engineering. They used to be the director of, uh, of Lyft. Um, the head of research used to be a data scientist at Google. So we can see they definitely have strong leadership, something I really, really like right here. And leadership and leadership with experience that makes sense in their role. The head of mortgages used to be the vice president of Capital One, the big bank. So again, we're seeing strong leadership with strong experience. The other chart I wanted to show you guys is this future growth that this company is expected to see. Um, so Open Door, they kind of mentioned that, hey, our six markets that our first six markets that we entered uh, in first quarter of 2020, they gave us about billion of run rate revenue. Right now, they are in 21 markets and just scratching the surface. That right now gives them only 5.5, about $5 billion of run rate revenue. If they, with their current playbook that they have right now, it takes them to about $50 billion in revenue. That is insane. And that's only 4% of the market share. Now, if they look at the whole United States market potential, that's a total annual gross market value of $1.3 trillion. Again, this the future uh, 
very small company right now if they can expand like i said this is the power of growth stocks if they can make it it can be a good good winner for us investors companies looking pretty cool right I, I am an investor of redfin and just because i am an investor in redfin i don't want other competitors to go down if i am really bullish in that market i don't mind having multiple companies in that market in all companies in all markets i believe there's always plenty of room for many winners right and that means more money for me and i don't have to choose the right stock at the moment i am not sure exactly if i want to enter open door and if you guys want to do if you guys want to do live analysis i do twitch I, I do stream on twitch every mondays and tuesdays so make sure to follow me on twitch uh and i also do one random day on the weekend either being friday saturday or sunday um closer to like in the morning time for those that can't make it at the night so one thing I, we, we're seeing right revenue growth for 2020 was pretty bad for this company they're seeing about a 50 percent decrease uh mainly because of covid situation for 2021 they're seeing a 38 percent increase compared to 2020 but it's still lower than 2019 i i i think they're just being a bit conservative right now due to the whole covid situation makes sense but by 2022 they're expected to grow dramatically 2023 again strong numbers really really strong numbers for the company uh, so I, I I do believe that's it for me on both these companies. I, I want to say right personally, market wise, Curiosity Stream looks my favorite. It, it had that very strong ownership growth. The overall market is one I'm personally more excited about. Like I said, I do believe the real estate market is one that also needs developing, right? And even though we have Silo, even though we have Refin, again, I believe there's plenty of market for all of them and they can all do well even with five percent market cap each right they, they can all do pretty amazing and for investors as well i, I don't know i i, I want to say i am leaning to buying curiosity stream i'm not sure about doordash i know i've seen arc has actually been buying them but let me know guys what are your thoughts are, are you planning on buying any of these two fundamentally they look great in my opinion um future growth look great so that's the thing right if we can find companies with strong balance sheets with strong future growth in markets that are booming right now what is there not to like obviously with companies like these with growth stocks like these they're going to be very volatile some of you might have seen them that they're probably too overextended for your taste i i don't mind investing in companies like that right because i know that they can keep winning and winners keep on winning or something like that right but at the end of the day the overall we've seen strong over 100 percent growth i invested in c at 60 dollars when it jumped from 32 dollars i jumped in celsius before after it's gone up a hundred and uh, something percent right and now these are ones that have given me over 200 300 percent gains so i i don't mind from prior experience of investing in the market i'm a self-taught investor who's been doing this for about six seven years right now that kind of growth doesn't really deter me from buying into a company so take care guys have a good night see you next time and take care